Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. In chapter 6 of his treatise on truth, Anselm is going to ask his student, all right, we've looked at truth in signification, truth in thought, truth in the will, truth in action. Have we run the gamut of types of truth other than the supreme truth? And the student says, oh, no, there's another very important kind of truth, also falsity, in the senses of the the body. Very often our senses are telling us things that are true, right? So they're telling us things when we see or hear or smell but they also deceive us. And the examples that they run through here are time-worn by this era. They're part of the literature on the ways in which the senses deceive us. But let's, let's take a look at them anyway. So there's colored glass. You can look through a piece of glass that's red and you think that the things on the other side are actually red or green or whatever. I mean, you might think today about like when a band is on stage or you're seeing a production on stage and there's there's lamps that are projecting blue or red or whatever through the filters. Okay, so that's one important aspect. Then he talks about a sculpted dragon and little kids seeing the dragon with its mouth open and being terrified of it, whereas adults are like, uh, that's just a statue, right? So the kids' senses deceive him. The adults' senses do not deceive the adults. He also talks about mixing up people, like looking at a human being and being like, oh, that's my friend George. And then they turn around and there you're like, well, that's not even George at all, right? Or hearing a voice in the dark or hearing something that sounds like a human voice in the dark, but isn't. And we might think here about the difference between the sounds of cats meowing and babies crying. And then we have mirrors. We look at our own face in the mirror. And if you were really deceived, you could think that's you in the mirror or anything else, right? That's a visual effect. And then there's this, the famous stick in the water. You put the stick in the water and it looks bent, right? These are almost all visual except for a few oral or sound examples. But we could think about tastes and smells and touches and all sorts of things like that that are associated with the bodily senses. And the question that they're dealing with here is, well, where is the truth? or the falsity. What's telling the truth or what's lying to us? Do our senses lie to us? You know, if we want to paraphrase it, who are you going to believe? Your own lion eyes, right? Well, according to Anselm, the senses don't lie to us at all. They tell us a certain kind of truth, right? It's not the exterior sense where the problem arises. It's in what he calls opinion or judgment, opinio, right? Making some sort of assumption or claim, deciding that things are the case, or it's in our interior sense. And here he seems to be appealing to something like what the ancients and medievals called the common sense that puts things together into an actual object, you know, puts all the 
sense perceptions together. And, you know, Anselm isn't super worried about how do we differentiate these between each other. The key thing here is that it's not the senses or the sense apparatus itself that is telling us lies about the exterior world. It's our own judgments, our own, what we do with those perceptions, how we put them together that is deceiving us about what the case actually is. So if we see the stick go into the water and we think, oh wow, it is indeed bent. It's not our eyes that are deceiving us. It's not the sense impressions. It's our own judgment about that. I suppose you could say it's the interior senses, perception of the stick and the water together, right? And likewise for any of these other things. If I see a person and I'm like, oh, that is my wife. And, you know, I go out and I tap somebody on the shoulder and she turns around. She's like, who the hell are you? Okay, obviously it wasn't my eyes that deceived me. It was my own judgment about what my eyes are telling me. So the truth or falsity is in the opinion or judgment or in the interior senses. And Anselm goes on. He does provide a very interesting discussion there about one specific instance, the uh, colored glass and how we're not supposed to blame the eyes for that. So the exterior senses, what do they do? They just report or provide us with what it is that they themselves take in according to their own workings, what it is that they register, what it is that they perceive. And what are they doing? They're reporting it to the human being, to the interior sense first, which is then conveying that and saying, this is the way things are. And then our minds say, oh, okay, cool. That's the way things actually are. And we could easily be deceived in a number of different ways. As a matter of fact, if Anselm were here today, he would say, you're routinely deceived through the use of audiovisual technology, right? You listen to a band, you know, for example, Motorhead, and you're listening to Overkill, the song that has three endings to it. It's one of the best metal songs in, in history. And you hear Lemmy singing, Fast Eddie Clark playing the guitar, Lemmy playing the bass guitar, Phil Taylor, you know, hammering away on the drums. All those guys are dead. They don't exist anymore. Are your senses deceiving you? Your senses aren't deceiving you. It's your mind that's deceiving you in a fairly routine way because we live in this interesting domain of media products, right? So Anselm would say that is all equally talked, equally understandable in terms of this exterior senses and interior senses and judgments, right? The exterior senses, however it is that they come to do what it is, you know, through nature, the way that they're set up or through something else acting upon them, they do what they ought to do. Anselm calls that quote debent. They're doing what is their proper function, what they were made to do. And they actually do or enact rectitude, rightness, and truth. This is very interesting because Anselm is not a person who is saying that, well, the senses just report data and the data itself is neither true nor false. He's actually saying, no, there's a truth in the senses. And this, interestingly, is a truth that is contained under the rectitude of action, which he has just talked about in the previous chapter. The senses act, they do their proper actions, and in doing so, they are in fact producing 
truth. Now, the truth that they are producing could be something that isn't really the case. You're looking through the colored glass and the person on the other side isn't really green, right? But the senses think that they are. The senses themselves are not being deceived. They're just merely registering what's there. It's when it gets to the opinion or judgment that we have the issue. And so the fault or the falsity here, as Anselm says, is to be imputed, imputandi, to the soul's judgment, eudicio animi. So now we've actually got three different terms that are being connected together. Opinio, which we can translate as opinion or judgment, sensus interioris, right? The interior sense and eudicio, clearly stressing that there is an aspect of our own making a judgment here that is what gets us in trouble and generates falsity when we say things are as the senses depict them to us and we say so in a uncritical or undeveloped or immature way. The sculpted dragon is an example, he says, of immaturity. That's why children get afraid of the sculpted dragon and adults who know that it's not a real dragon don't get afraid of it, right? And we can think of many other examples like that. So this is truth in the senses. There is indeed truth in the senses for Anselm. And then there can be truth or falsity in what it is that we're doing with what the senses report to us, either with the interior sense or opinion or judgment or the soul's faculty of judgment itself. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works.